Hi, and welcome to the Mad Beef Australian Rollerblading Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch, and I want to talk quickly about all the different ways you can think about particularly aggressive rollerblading. Um, because on one level, you can think about aggressive inline skating, rollerblading, as like skateboarding, like BMX, a sort of a freestyle, extreme action sport. You know, uh, a cool street sport that's dangerous and has a set of moves that are deemed to be spectacular and cool and difficult. Um, and, uh, and it comes with a fashion, a culture, a style, an attitude, which then, of course, like any street youth culture thing, changes over time. And so what's acceptable and not acceptable, cool and not cool in terms of fashion and music and tricks, you know, just, just evolves according to that kind of those standards. So there you go, that's one way that you could think about aggressive inline skating. Um, but there's other ways of thinking about it um, that you can add to that, that that open up different approaches and possibilities. And really here I'm just sort of picking up on stuff I've seen and, and observed um, and, uh, and rolled that in, right? So uh, rollerblading as... Um, death-defying spectacle, nitro, circus, Thai, Chris, um, uh, bungee jumping, free climbing, you know? So that, that adds in, I'm just gonna do the most crazy, massive, dangerous, spectacular thing. So that's taking it in one direction, that I don't really think I have the capacity or inclination or pleasure or age to be able to pull that off anymore. But you know, there's, there's that approach. Um, there's dance that um, even pulled into rollerblading and inline, uh, aggressive inline, there's a sense in which um, what you're doing is a flowing motion, and skateboarders can do this too even, that pulls over into that more freestyle um, kind of sweatbands and long socks sort of uh, gymnastics, I'll get back to in a second, but, um, but there's that level of dance about it. Um, uh, and particularly I reckon when that becomes hip hop dance, uh, there's lots of potential there. And as I've said on another podcast, some of the stuff to do with the switch-ups, uh, you know, one-footed switch-ups across rails can often ve very much into that kind of category um, and can look really exciting. And that's where it's no longer just about doing a one big trick sort of thing, a one maneuver on one rail, but it becomes then a routine, a line of a series of tricks that makes up the thing you're doing. I reckon that's really cool. Um, so, uh, so you can think about it that way in terms of dance. Think about it in terms of gymnastics. Uh, anything where you're doing flips, uh, spins, pirouettes. Uh, I mean, obviously, heaps of stuff on vert ramp and launch ramps. Uh, in the end, like the Yasutoko brothers and all their crazy stuff they do is really so closely related to gymnastics. It's, I mean, a lot of their moves, really, you could give gymnastic names to, couldn't you? Instead of California roll, um, uh, there's probably a gymnastic name for exactly this and a trampolining name for exactly the same thing. So there's gymnastics and just thinking about, uh, what is it? I mean, just the high technicality and sophistication of acrobatic tricks that may not be dangerous in, I mean, of course, it's massively dangerous, but in a sense, it's in a controlled environment then, uh, not necessarily jumping off concrete and stairs. Um, the danger is not really, uh, you know, is the freak accident, uh, but it's more just difficult. So that's another way to think about it. Um, 
Uh, I guess the unique thing that I think rollerblading brings into that, though, and, uh, and in general action sports bring to gymnastics, is the freedom from technical perfection. You know, there's something a bit boring almost about gymnastics and trampolining uh, in the Olympics because there's this definition of what perfect must be that they're all trying to attain to. And very rarely, occasionally, like, um, is it Simone someone? Who was the American girl who won heaps of stuff at the Olympics just this last year, 2016? Simone someone? Um, uh, She somehow managed to bring personality and energy that was really something special. Um, but often you don't see that, and you see the technically perfect kind of Russian, American, Chinese ninja um, gymnast that looks just like the others, just happens to get the landing slightly, slightly better. Um, but action sports can bring an imperfection, you know, in the imperfect baggy, loose clothing and and, and a, a sort of a personal tweaking and, and flinging and flying like Spider-Man in those Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies that, that adds to its force. So... You know, <laughs> that uh, gymnastics, dance, um, uh, jackass, nitro circus, madness, evil can evil madness. Um, uh, and then another version of it is um, uh, is simply amusement. Uh, you know, it, it's a sort of a uh, the playful, like um, dancing when you don't know dance moves. Uh, do you know what I mean? Or um, uh, what else is like that? I guess um, you know, playing games on a, on your phone, um, uh, basic uh, kicking the ball in the park sort of stuff, where there's something pleasurable about moving your body, um, and there are certain we've come to realise there are certain ways of moving your body on skates that look and feel particularly nice, and so you just go, I'm going to go and spend an hour or two hours just doing the things I can do that may not be super dangerous, may not be amazingly gymnastic or even um, rhythmically and stylistically beautiful lines, but it just feels great, you know? Um, And so finding the things that you go, I like doing that. That's, that's an aspect of rollerblading. Of course, there's, uh, any of these approaches bring self-development. And so rollerblading is stretching new projects, new things to learn, new things to try. That's really awesome. Rollerblading is a social hub. It becomes an instrument for cohesion between people. It could be anything. It happens to be rollerblading. It brings people together so they can love and care for each other, learn from each other, enjoy each other, enjoy community rather than being isolated worker um, individuals consuming, um, sitting at home, watching Netflix. You know, that, that, there's rollerblading as a community and its power in that way uh, and then one final one um, uh, kind of like the evil Knievel but slightly different rollerblading is a circus game um, I used to know some friends I used to actually do this open air circus stuff I was a juggler and, uh, and I knew these two acrobats one of whom also was a juggler and we did these circus shows like um, busking sort of stuff and the guy who was kind of the strong man acrobat and juggler he would often say hey do you want to get together and play this afternoon play and what he was talking about was get together and practice and work on some new gymnastic stuff but he chose this kind of childish word play that gave him obviously a sense of um, kind of liberation and uh, release and um, naivety that was a really nice thing for him. It's a cutesy thing. Uh, it's great. And in a sense, rollerblading is play. Do you want to go play? Hey, what are you up to? You want to go to the skate park and play this afternoon? <laughs> I know it sounds sort of weird. Um, but there's a sense in which that's what's going on, like juggling or acrobatics or hacky sack or um, kicking the ball. 
all, as I said before, you know, I guess it's building on that, right? Where, where it's a sense of going, this is a thing, an enjoyable thing you do, a playful thing. Um, and that play, uh, like with juggling, can actually open up different kinds of spectacle and different kinds of challenge and different kinds of manoeuvre. Uh, and the dance verges into this. When dance becomes like a play, that you're no longer just doing what is technically fine or rhythmically... Um, uh, gelled or um, do you know what I mean but instead what you're doing is doing fun joyful liberating things rollerblading as play so why don't you grab some of those categories you know what I mean evil Knievel and gymnastics and dance and something fun to do and um, you know juggling and play and uh, all that kind of stuff and, and put those goggles on see if that gives you a fresh way well I've got one more uh, sculpture and, and artistic interaction um, that uh, whether especially with street skating this is awesome but to some extent I think this is true even with a park is there is you are actually becoming someone who interprets a landscape as you grind and slide and roll and jump and turn around it the landscape becomes different through your interaction with it sculptor, spatial active sculptor um, is a final one. So there you go. Maybe bring some of those with you um, and see if that opens up new ways of approaching rollerblading. Maybe watch some rollerblading videos. Go to BMAG uh, and click on the video tab and see if you could categorize these in various ways as well. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Ad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.